It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Pro Football Focus has assembled their list of the top 200 free agents to be in March. We're exploring which Dolphins are on the list and whether I think their actual market will check in above or below PFF's forecast here today on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, my name. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our every theirs because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. We don't just say it, we live it. Today on the show, Pro Football Focus has assembled their list of what they believe is the top 200 free agents set to hit the market next month. There are a bunch of Dolphins on the list. We're going to explore the forecast for each player, whether I think their price checks in above, below, or just right, right? Goldilocks style. Uh, Speaking of Goldilocks, uh, shout out to everybody this week and last week. Uh, An oddly high amount of you who are watching on YouTube who felt the need to comment on the hairstyle and uh the hair's been cut your bullying did not work i have an event this weekend and then i'm going to the indianapolis uh, nfl combine next week and wanted to make sure i looked put together so i got two kids under four give me a break the hair's a little long on the sides not out here rocking the fine bomb right uh so pro football focus and, and this is put together by brad spielberger and he does a really good job with this every year do i always Love the valuation of the contracts. No. And Joe Marino and I over at Locked On NFL Scouting this past week have done, we did for interior offensive line, what we think the uh, market prices are going to be for the players. So it's really fun uh, to get somebody else's opinion. And then you have Brad Spielberger with his opinion with Pro Football Focus, which was backed by a bunch of research and they use their numbers and all that stuff. And sometimes I think that's for better or for worse. But um, the actual content for the free agency outlook is outstanding. And I wanted to look through, acknowledge the names for the Dolphins that made the top 200 and then point out um, kind of what their forecasted value is before we go one by one through them and say, I think they're going to come in above or below the figures that are provided in the content. So Miami's highest ranked free agent is Christian Wilkins. He's ranked as the seventh highest free agent to be according to Pro Football Focus. Their next highest ranked free agent to be is Robert Hunt, uh, obviously offensive guard. He is ranked 27th in this list of top 200. Connor Williams is ranked 37th out of 200. Andrew Van Ginkle ranked 59th out of 200. Raekwon Davis ranked 120th out of 200. Deshaun Elliott ranked 135th out of 200. Cedric Wilson ranked 165th out of 200. And Brandon Jones ranked 171st. So yeah, Miami, you you got four in the top 60. I'm not a math guy, but if there's 32 teams, law of averages says 
you got twice the average amount if every team were to have one and then every team were to have two, you get to 64, right? Miami's got four in the top 59. Do I think all four of these guys hit the market? No, I don't. And that's kind of part of the, the idea with the content here is to talk about which ones do, which ones don't, um, and along with their forecasted dollar amount. Well, Brad Spielberg has just to introduce you guys to all the numbers for the contracts. Uh, Christian Wilkins forecasted on the franchise tag, which is about $21 million. Robert Hunt is projected to get a four-year, $17.5 million per season contract at guard. Connor Williams is projected for three years, $7.5 million per season, $22.5 million total. Andrew Van Ginkle forecasted for a two-year, $6.5 million contract, $13 million total over across two years. Raquan Davis, two years, 3.75 average per year, $7.5 million total. Deshaun Elliott, $4 million per year. Cedric Wilson, $2.5 million per year. And then Brandon Jones, $3.38 million per year on average. Those are the Dolphins players. They're forecasted contracts. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about each individual player and their standing within the free agency class, because that's that's the essential part, right, is supply and demand and not just what these players are at and where they individually talent-wise rank, but how scarce is it, how desperate are teams going to be to add a player like this if these guys were to hit the market. So we're, we're going to do defensive forecasts first, and we have more on the defensive side of the ball than we do on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm going to sneak Christian Wilkins in here up front. Obviously, Dan Graziano from ESPN hops on uh, ESPN and indicates that uh, the Dolphins are mentally prepared to use the franchise tag on Christian Wilkins, and they're not going to let him get away. Um, we went yesterday over the show what a Christian Wilkins franchise tag implications are and how the Dolphins can make it work. Needless to say, if they want to do it, they can make it work, and they can still field a competitive team. Hearing what I've heard publicly behind the scenes uh, through various resources and reports and whispers and everything, it does sound like there is a fair divide between the two parties on a long-term contract extension and valuation. So much so that if Graziano's report is true, then yes, I do think the franchise tag, I think this one would be right on the nose. Um, is it something you you hope to accomplish more and get an extension done after the franchise tag is placed on him if you are that intent on keeping him on the books and keeping him here in Miami? Yes. Is there a chance it's a ploy and a play to try to get Christian to, to come off his asking price a little bit if he if everybody knows he he wants to be in Miami? Sure. But predictively... Going off ESPN's report, hearing what I've heard about the two sides and, and where they stand on long-term conversations. I mean, I, I've heard for quite some time that Wilkins has been a top priority, but the fact that it has kind of been log-jammed and bottlenecked uh, has not given me a great deal of confidence that something will get done. But now that it's coming out that they, they may be prepared to use a franchise tag, I think the franchise tag forecast from Brad Spielberger for Christian Wilkins is probably right on the nose. 
We are going to get into some of the other defensive players, starting with Andrew Van Ginkle, Raquan Davis, Deshaun Elliott. Those are next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Make sure you stick with us. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? If you've ever wondered what adventure could be around the next corner, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class executive Google built-in is your always updating assistant to on-call for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. The 2024 Nissan Armada will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Pictured a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to 8 in first-class luxury and style. Tow bigger and explore further with the 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, Dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So the the only thing I didn't mention with Christian Wilk is that I want to make sure I get some perspective on for all of these players is where he ranks amongst his peers. And I have my own opinions on that. And that's going to feed into where I think they go above or below the markets that, that Brad has, has provided. But Chris Jones, the interior defensive lineman from Kansas city, uh, much more robust resume than Christian Wilkins as a pass rusher, as a disruption player. Uh, I think he's probably the best player set to hit the market. If I'm being quite frank, um, Christian Wilkins, I do think I would have up a, a leg up in front of Justin Matabuik. He's been a better player for longer, even if Matabuik had more sacks this past year. And then you get into Leonard Williams, who's a descending player. Daquan Jones is an older player, a couple of nose tackles in Reader and Grover Stewart and John Hankins. It's So Wilkins is, I have him a tier two free agent. And the only players that I've watched, because I watched every player on the Dolphins roster, and then I've watched about 140 free agents right now. The only tier one players I have watched, two on the Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey and Tyreek Hill, and Chris Jones is the only free agent that is a tier one free agent set to hit the market. Christian Wilkins is a tier two player. Uh, he's right there in line with uh, Levante David at linebacker and Daniel Hunter at edge and Legereus Sneed at corner and Antoine Winfield Jr., at safety and Tyron Smith at tackle, although he's going to come back probably on a one-year deal. Derek Henry at running back. Like that's the stratosphere of player that I have Christian Wilkins grade at. 
So if there's a divide, but you want him back, franchise tag is, is the way to guarantee you get him back. Robert Hunt, on the other hand, uh, I also have as a Tier 2 player. He is uh, the lowest graded player in Tier 2, so he's a fringe Tier 2 player. But this is still a really impressive stratosphere. Uh, th this puts him in line with guys like Xavier McKinney, uh, Bradley Chubb on the Dolphins, obviously not an expiring contract, but uh, Tier 1 and Tier 2 is pretty rarefied air. Uh, it's the free agents that I mentioned, plus Kenny Moore, uh, Robert Hunt, and Connor Williams ironically enough, uh, the next two names that we're going to talk about. So we'll, we'll get to them when we go to the offensive side of the ball. The next ranked defensive talent is Andrew Van Ginkle. And I have Andrew as an adequate starter grade. And I have him as a tier four player out of eight possible tiers, right? So tier one and tier two or tier one's really like your slam dunk cornerstone players, top half of tier two's cornerstone players, quality starters are tier two, Tier three, probably tap, top half of tier four. You get into the middle of tier four, tier five, that's adequate starters, quality depth. Tier six, seven, eight, you're talking depth, replacement level, so on and so forth. So it, it kind of scales along with how the quantification of, of how I grade players uh, on the Dolphins roster and across the league for Locked On NFL scouting goes it's just not like hard lines like tier one is this tier two is that there's some overlap so Andrew Van Giggle I think is an adequate level starting player in the NFL I think he showed you uh, really admirable growth the last couple of years from the last time he had a, an opportunity to be a primary starter but here's where I think the forecast for Brad Spielberg I think is actually on the nose uh, he has it at two years six and a half million thirteen million dollars total on a contract uh, the impact in the back half of the season, obviously had the pick six against Washington, wasn't quite what it looked like it could be with how strong he started as a pass rusher early in the season. He's also, from a, a run defense perspective, not the biggest player to play on the edge. Now, he's got some positional flexibility, and I think that helps him. But this edge group, we mentioned Daniel Hunter. That's a Tier 2 player. I've got a couple Tier 3 players in Brian Burns and Zadarius Smith. I got Bryce Huff, Jadavion Clowney, and Josh Uche in Tier 4 with Andrew Van Ginkle. So I think there's enough available talent, and it sounds like Brian Burns is going to hit the market. Bryce Huff for the Jets is definitely going to hit the market. Clowney's a one-year uh, mercenary on an annual basis, it seems. Josh Uche probably going to be allowed to hit the market. Sedarius so Smith's ping-ponged around a little bit. Like, it would not be a surprise to see a lot of these guys hit free agency. And if that's the case... I think what Andrew Van Ginkle does best as a designated pass rusher, Burns is a better pass rusher, Hunter's a better pass rusher, Zadarius Smith's a more versatile player. He can play inside and outside on the line of scrimmage, and he's better against the run. Bryce Huff's a better pass rusher. Like, just from a pecking order perspective, I do think that suppresses his value a little bit. So some people might hear six and a half and be like, man, I thought Andrew was going to get the bag. I think it's on the nose. I really do. Now, Raekwon Davis projected for two years, $3.75 million per for a grand total of $7.5 million on his contract. And I understand that Raekwon has um, been asked to fill a lot of different roles, had a weight fluctuation to try and be more of a three-down player and, and be a nose tackle, and it's been up and down. But 
I think his best role at the NFL level, every time he's tried to drop weight and be a more dynamic player, it just, it, it, it has not come along. So I think his best role is a nose tackle. So then I have to ask myself, okay, what does the nose tackle market look like in the first place? And it is a suppressed market because those guys are 40% snap players. And then if I look at the nose tackles that are available and you just look at pure nose tackles and it's DJ reader, who's coming off an injury and an older player. So that works in Raekwon's favor, but I, I think reader is by and far and away a more exciting talent. Jonathan Hankins, even in his late stage career, Grover Stewart with the Colts, uh, Derek Noddy with the Chiefs, I think is a comparable player. So you're looking at, okay, like if you want an adequate starter or potentially a quality starter, if Reader can get back to 100% with the injury, I think there's enough in front of Raekwon Davis. I would take the under on this. I would take the under on $3.75 million per year. And I see he's young. He's still 26. He's going to turn 27 this year. But I would take my chances on the under for my offer. If I were the Dolphins and I wanted to bring Raekwon back, my offer would check in under the projected contract. I think the Deshaun Elliott contract is right on the nose. Uh, this is a player who has been a middle of, from a grading perspective, he's been an adequate starting safety the last two years and, and been a big time snap taker. He took 859 snaps in 2022 and 987 snaps in 2023. These splash plays aren't necessarily there, but he, this is a dirty work type player. He's a smart football player. I think he tackles pretty well. He is physical. Um, he's forecasted for a one-year, $4 million contract. If I'm Miami, I wouldn't mind getting him for more than one year. I mean, he's 26 years old. He's going to turn 27 this year. Uh, he played on a one-year deal last year. Uh, he was in Baltimore previously. Anthony Weaver, you know, some familiarity. Um although that was more of the wink than the Mike McDonald uh, defensive system, but, but nevertheless familiarity there and Deshaun. Um, I think the, the contract that I, I think about is Nick Scott last year, leaving the Rams. I believe he signed in Cincinnati and it was a three year, $12 million contract. If you told me Deshaun Elliott got locked on a three year, $12 million contract, I'd be pretty happy about it because I feel like that's the other starting safety that you feel really good about as an accent accent player to what you have. So the $4 million per, I think, is right on the nose. Brandon Jones is the last one. Two years, $3.38 million per season. I think this is high. Uh, Brandon's 25. He'll be 26 this year. Um, obviously, has had to, to bounce back from the ACL injury in 2022, and maybe that had some negative impact on him uh, early in the season. But I just thought, you know, Brandon, Brandon's strength as a player, I think, makes him more of a scheme-specific type of talent. You think about what the Boyer-Flores systems were, and Brandon was so good playing low, getting walked up on the line of scrimmage, dropping out in the shallow zones after walking up and showing pressure as compared to being a deep safety type player. And, like, almost $3.5 million per, that's starter money. And maybe, maybe he goes to Minnesota, right? Like, maybe, you know. They they had a first round pick in Lewis Seen that hadn't come together. What's going to happen with Harrison Smith? Like they're, they're, okay, like if Flores is going to stay. Maybe they they he says, hey, go get me Brandon Jones. He can be a good pressure player for him. I guess. 
I just feel like because he's such a, a unique player with where he wins and, and his best traits are, I feel like that cuts his market by probably two-thirds of the league to want to have an appetite to pay him starter money at all. And then it's a deep safety class, which we've already talked about this past week. So I, I take the under on Brandon Jones. I take the under on Raekwon Davis. I think Andrew Van Ginkle and Deshaun Elliott are right on the nose. And I think Christian Wilkins, it's trending towards a franchise tag being the way that they go. So I, I think this is these are pretty fair forecasts, at least thus far. Now, we're going to get into the offensive side of the ball, and there's some aggressive forecasts here. There's also some, some forecasts that I think are uh, a little conservative. So that's next here on Locked on Dolphins. Make sure you stick with us. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off of our chest. Big or small, certain things in life can really start to get to you. It's important to let all those things out, especially to someone who is unbiased. If you've been thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Therapy can be different for everyone, uh, but BetterHelp is designed to be entirely online, flexible, and suited directly to your schedule. Uh, you can visit BetterHelp.com. Slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So let's get into the offensive lineman. Robert Hunt, four-year, $17.5 million per year contract. $70 million total is the forecast for Pro Football Focus for Robert Hunt. It's a lot of money. <laughs> but I am as a Tier 2 player. So if you, if you you again, Tier 2 players across the league that are set to be expiring contracts are Winfield Jr., McKinney, LeJarius Sneed, Levante David, Daniel Hunter, Tyron Smith, Derek Henry. Like, they are fairly top-of-market players. We did a whole show that was committed to Robert Hunt, and we did the deep dive on kind of the divide with his individual resume versus the top of the, the guard market. If you told me he got 17, I'd be surprised because it is a good guard class. It's a very good guard class as far as free agents go. There's a lot of starters that are going to be available, and it's not a premium position. And you've, you, you saw Chris Lindstrom last year got just over $20 million per. Quentin Nelson's the only other guard over 20. You're talking a top five contract at guard for Robert Hunt. Maybe the, the, the versatility that he has, plus the thirst for just good offensive linemen and the fact that some people think he can swing out the tackle, like maybe all of that is enough combined to say, yeah, this is going to happen. Maybe, but I would take the under on this. I mean, I, we, we did the whole show. I came in and said I'd offer him 13, 13 and a half per. And if you want those arguments, you can go find those arguments as far as the, the breakdown of 
the who, the what, the where, the when, and the why on that. Connor Williams, uh, I have as the top-ranked center available on the free agent market. But the injury uh, does kind of complicate his forecast. He's 26 years old. The last two years in Miami system, at least for pro football focus, and you take the grades for a grain of salt if you want. I don't put a ton of weight in the grades. They do a lot of great stuff. He's been top five center the last two years in their grading. And you know, you know the agencies are going to point to stuff like that. Whenever it suits your argument, any data that you can find, you're going to use, right? Projected for three years, $7.5 million per. It's about what he's getting now. So I think that's where I'm surprised. I think this one's a little low. If you told me he got $22.5 million and it was across two seasons, so he's getting a little over $11 million per, I think that's kind of in the stratosphere of where I see Connor Williams getting paid. I think the only other center that could push him for the top contract on the market uh, would be Lloyd Cushenberry from the Denver Broncos. He's a little bit more of a versatile player. He's not as dynamic, and he's also not coming off of a season-ending ACL injury. So that's where it gets a little murky. And Spielberger says so himself. He says, Williams unfortunately suffered a torn ACL in week 14, which will negatively impact his market for free agency as his recovery process coincides with the beginning of free agency in March. Also sounds like he's, um, I believe I saw the starter training camp is, is in question for him as well. So that doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies. And look, maybe Connor comes back on a one-year deal as a result. Maybe signs somewhere on a one-year deal. Maybe his market does wither up, but I would still bet on it being over what the forecast says. I would. So I'm taking the under on Robert Hunt. I'm taking the under on Robert Hunt, the over on Connor Williams. I do think Robert Hunt's the best guard on the market. I think Connor Williams is the best center on the market. Our next offensive player, our last offensive player, I should say, is Deshaun L or is uh, Cedric Wilson. Projected for a one-year, $2.5 million per season contract. Cedric played about the same amount of snaps this year as he played two years ago in Dallas when he kind of peaked and earned himself the, the contract that Miami gave him. Uh, I, I think this is certainly a one-year contract. When I look at wide receivers, I have Cedric Wilson as a Tier 6 player. So this is like a, a quality depth slash replacement level player. Other players in this stratosphere include DJ Chark. Uh, I think Gabriel Davis is down in this area. I know that there's a lot of production. Gabe Davis in his uh, farewell address to the city of Buffalo made sure he pulled out every statistic on the face of the planet that possibly supported that he was a good player. Um, but guys uh, above this that are tier five and tier four, guys like Darnell Mooney with the Chicago Bears. Now, uh, Curtis Samuel with the Washington Commanders, Hollywood Brown with the Arizona Cardinals. And then you get the top dogs, the guys like Pittman and Higgins and Ridley and Evans and what happens with those guys. And it sounds like at a minimum, you're going to get one of them, uh, Calvin Ridley, that's going to hit the market because that's a player who, um, if Jacksonville were to sign him to a contract extension, they would have to give a second-round pick uh, up as part of the conditional picks when they traded for Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's been good, but they they also have Christian Kirk, and they have ETN, 
and they have Zay Jones and they have Evan Ingram at tight end who caught like 114 balls this year. So I Ridley's going to be out there as kind of the big money player and it's an awesome draft class. So I would not be surprised. Now, maybe, maybe the uh, people over in Dallas who are familiar with him and uh, maybe they'd welcome him back with open arms. I think Miami would benefit more from revamping the entire room and moving on. Uh, so I, th- I think the one year, two, two and a half million dollars, I think that's probably an accurate forecast for him. So in all, Christian, I think, is on the nose with where we're trending right now. Robert Hunt, I'm taking the under on 17 and a half million per. Connor Williamson taking the over on seven and a half per. Andrew Van Ginkle, I think, is right on the nose. Raekwon Davis, I'm taking the under. Deshaun Elliott, I'm taking right on the nose. Cedric Wilson, I'm taking right on the nose. I'm taking the under on Brandon Jones. Those are the Dolphins' free agents to be who are listed on PFF's top 200 with the forecasts all coming courtesy of Brad Spielberger. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's content. And keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. As I said, I'll be in Indianapolis next week for the NFL Combine. Flying out on Monday night. So I'll be at home on Monday for the show. And then we're going to hit the ground running. We're going to have all kinds of great stuff for you from Indy, which I am very much looking forward to that. So keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. Fins up. Enjoy your weekend. Talk to you all again on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.